This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Shasta Grifka, digital marketing expert and founder of Grifka Marketing. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you for having me. Not a problem. So how did you become a digital marketer? How did you end up founding Grifka Marketing? So I have always loved marketing. I competed in in a marketing team in high school and I went to college for marketing, worked at Yellow Pages, worked in customer service for 10 years and I had four young kids at home and I, my youngest went in preschool and they needed help with their website, their social media and their emails. So I took that over for a few years and then my oldest became a Girl Scout and they're like, oh, you have a marketing degree. Can you design our website? I'm like, sure. So I designed my first website and so for years I was working with digital marketing, loved it, and helped out my kids and who they were involved with, and then decided to do it myself because I saw how much it really helped businesses. So I went and got my certificates at the local community college for social media because when I got my BBA, they really didn't teach websites. So I updated myself, learned it, and started the business so I could help um, small businesses. Nice. How was uh, getting into digital marketing with small kids? I know obviously people say, at least for me, it's very flexible. I'm a foster parent. I have two foster kids. So being on my own schedule and doing digital marketing and basically working anywhere you have a internet connection. It's been amazing the time I get with my kids, obviously as a business owner and a mother or any kind of parent. It's it's stressful, but it's it's worth the stress because I can be there at their schools. Um, when they go, they compete at fairs with their animals. I actually sit there with my computer on their tack boxes and I work. So it's amazing that we can go on vacation, we can go wherever we want and I can still work and be there for them. So I do love it, just stressful at times. So I know you obviously went to school for digital marketing, started in digital marketing, worked for other companies in terms of digital marketing. How did you end up starting your own company? What was kind of the first step where you made that leap? So I worked um, at University of Michigan for 10 years as a housing security officer, which is a lot of customer service work. And then my husband said, well, stay home with the kids now. And I've worked one to two jobs my whole life. And even with four young kids at home, it was weird not having an actual job. So a friend of mine said, here's someone who needs just some data entry, really simple stuff. Will end up being Google Analytics. And I was like, this is really cool how this shows the traffic to the website. And I was really amazed by it. And I learned more and more from him. And that's when I realized that's what I wanted to do. So as my youngest two, my twins were getting out of preschool, that's when I decided to start the business myself because I loved it. Yeah, uh, I agree. And it's a lot better, obviously, working for yourself than someone else. I'm not knocking people that obviously work for other companies, but it's you're kind of controlling your own destiny and your own schedule and your family life, like you said. Yes, I love that control and be able to help. So what is one thing that you've you know had in terms of a challenge when you first started that you kind of refined and turned it into a asset? I believe refinement. I tried when I first started, especially concentrating on small businesses, they want help with all aspects. 
of marketing, which I have experience with, but I have learned in the end I need to concentrate. So that's why I concentrate specifically on the social media, the websites, the email and funnel marketing. And I refer out the print marketing and other forms of marketing. And now that I can concentrate, I can do amazing things for my clients just doing the concentration on certain areas. No, I agree. I personally started in search engine optimization and then built other pillars in terms of digital marketing around that. So I think it's important to have a strength and then be able to do other things well as well, but have something that's kind of like your core foundation. Yes, I call my um, my fellow partners in marketing my tribe, along with other supporters. So with my tribe, I can refer out what I do not choose to concentrate on. So it's been more effective for my clients and more effective for me. No, I agree with that. I think it's important to kind of have that distinction as a professional or as an agency, because obviously no agency can do everything. So, you know, demonstrating your expertise to a client, but then, like you said, stating that you have, you know, assets and relationships that can help you with the other things as well. Yes, I agree. It, yeah, it definitely has made a difference and it's been better. And it's, it's nice that I can send work to some of my tribe also to see them get help. No, I agree. So what's kind of one recommendation you can give to a small business or brand in terms of marketing or anything they should be doing online? Have some kind of representation there and keep it constant. A lot of people start Facebook pages or Instagrams. And when I take them over, they haven't been touched for two or three years. Use a scheduler, put something out there once a week, at least get something out there. So when people go on there, they know that you're still there and you're making an effort to try to reach out to them and build a relationship. No, I agree. I think consistency is one thing that's overlooked with brands. So looking at, you know, a client versus their competitors, their competitors can be super sporadic. And yeah, you may be putting content, you know, once every two weeks and then followed by two months. But if you build a community, they're going to expect something. So I think that consistency is really important. Yes, that's the hardest thing I think with people's marketing is just the consistency. They're so busy. And this is why I choose to concentrate on smaller businesses. They're so busy running behind the register of their business that they can't or running their independent consultant business. They, they don't, don't have the time for that. So it's important to get something out there consistently just to make a presence. No, I agree. And I think also in your experience, uh, getting clients. So I know clients come to you. What what helps you qualify a client and take them on? I know clients come to you and sometimes you can't turn them away, but what is kind of your ideal client? Uh, what are they looking for in terms of help, some of their pain points? So I concentrate on the digital marketing, on the management where I post for them, I watch their message their messages or the training. Um, I've had people in the past pay me to set up their social media, their websites, their um, their templates for their email marketing have found they haven't done the consistency and haven't followed through. So I train them now. So what I really look for is small businesses that have a true passion for their clients. I want the people out there who are trying to help their clients in some form, not just out there trying to make like the big bucks. I want, I try to help promote the people who are truly compassionate and want to just help people with their lives. Have you ever turned down a client or have you personally fired or let a client go for a specific reason? Yes, there is clients that I have chosen not to work with anymore. No, I, I think it's uh, important to do so. Sometimes you have to cut ties and that one client can be toxic and bring down your whole kind of agency in that. You know, the vibe in the agency, regardless if it's a brick and mortar agency or, you know, you have employees remotely. Yes, I agree with you. That's that's another thing I've learned is I, I, I have a certain type of client I want to work with. My target market is based on that and that's what I stick to. 
No, I agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not knocking anybody else that's kind of, you know, trying to build up their client base or have to take a client because of, you know, bills and obligations. But that would be kind of my ideal situation. Yes, I, I do love that, that I can get out businesses that are really trying to make a difference for people. For If I'm going to promote somebody, I want someone out there who's going to help people in the area. Yeah, I think I think that's important. Obviously, like I said, I, I've turned down clients as well that are either unethical or just chasing money or don't, you know, provide an adequate service for their clients. So somebody that's genuine about helping people, whatever they do in their profession, you naturally want to help them succeed. Yes, I agree. I think it's it, it's nice to have a place where you can make that choice. And I think it helps them it helps yourself and your credibility also whether people know you're actually helping be in the marketing company or not yeah i agree and being that kind of uh extra arm carrying that company that it's nice to feel like you you're possibly and a lot of times you are the you know the person or the people that basically drive and grow that business and you know make them succeed online yes that it's yeah it's nice just getting people out there who don't have the time, who really care, who can really make a difference. I mean, a lot of my um, concentration is nonprofits because they definitely do not have the experience. It's a different board every year. So uh, a few of my clients are nonprofits. That's where I got my start from with the preschool and with the Girl Scouts. And that's a that's part of my passion is helping nonprofits get their um, cause out there for recognition and, and to grow. No, I agree. I've done some uh, consulting and pro bono work. I try to kind of give back and uh, changed kind of my mindset in the last few years about not only kind of like chasing money, but leaving a legacy. So I like giving back and giving kind of free advice or doing tactical planning for different uh, nonprofits and, you know, adding value or some of the budget they may not have. Yes, that's what I'm working on is my legacy. Amazing enough, this is the third time I've heard that in uh, the last couple of months. I've been to a few events and that's the big thing is leave a legacy behind. Uh, how are you making a difference? You know, you're not doing this for the money. You're not you're doing this to make the world a better place. So how can you do that? How can you leave that legacy? And that's what I'm trying to base it on. Yeah, and I think that uh, as you get older and like your your worldview or your point of view uh, gets refined, that becomes more important where I feel like younger, you try to establish yourself in your career and build something up and obviously not knocking, building a comfortable life for yourself and your family. But once you establish that, there's you know that itching for something more. Yes, I, I see the difference it makes in my family alone. As we talked about my family, you know, I want to leave a legacy for them. And I see the difference from my kids watching me and what I'm doing and how it's making an effect on them. So I know in some form, I'm leaving my own little legacy, even if it's in my family. So, Yeah, that's a good point because those are the, the direct people seeing how you work and your work ethic and what you're doing for others. And obviously, that'll build up their work ethic and how they view the world and obviously carry that over as well. Yeah, so it's it, it's been it's been really neat to see making a difference with them and motivating them and inspiring them. Um, they they wanted to earn something last year, so my four kids who were all under twelve years old made a business plan from watching what I do. So yeah, it's it's really cool to see that I'm inspiring them. I'm making a difference with nonprofits and I'm helping businesses really care to get out there. So it's it's not just the money monetary part, like you said at this point. It's it's those parts that truly make each day worth what I do. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, they're learning something from you that I think in terms of digital marketing, there's a lot of skills in terms of psychology and people management and sales that build up on each other and basically can be carried over to different professions as well. Yes, it's, it carries over different professions. And I think different professions can have an effect on each other. That's that goes back to the whole tribe I talked about. And 
how we work together and how we can have an effect on each other. So what's some advice you can give somebody just newly graduating or trying to learn on their own getting into digital marketing? So um, I guess I'm like a, I'm a life nerd. Uh, digital marketing is an ever-changing field. Um, I attend webinars, I attend classes, because as everybody knows, when you wake up, Facebook looks different every day. So digital marketing is a great field. Just make sure that when you go to do it, that you really are going in and helping these businesses and finding out who they are because because what, what it is, is it's relationship building of who they are, that person you're talking to, your client, not just pushing what they sell. So make sure you get to know your client and truly represent them in their marketing, just like you would any other form of marketing. No, I agree because, I mean, regardless if you're in-house or you're at an agency, you're part of that company in a way working on their campaign. So if you're doing something, obviously you may not be supposed to be doing or something that misrepresents the brand that directly affects the brand how they're viewed and can have a lasting impression so you have a lot of kind of responsibility in that end and I don't know if a lot of people on the agency side really think like that especially you know junior employees how impactful what they do is yes it's it's a business image it's something I've got training on and when you go in there and when you are doing the stuff for them you're representing them not yourself so you have to remember who you're representing while you're doing the work yeah, and like you said, you set up, you know, for some clients and manage their social media and how you represent that. I know there was a story a few years ago, uh, an agency running the uh, Ford uh, social media channel. So the person running it forgot to log out of that and thought they were their personal one. And there was actually a drunk driving campaign. And I think they tweeted something out like, I'm going to go get wasted tonight or something like that. And it went out. Even though it was rescinded and taken back, you already made that kind of lasting impression and mm -hmm. you know the eyes of that community so you have a lot of uh, responsibility on that end yes it's it, you are representing someone else so yeah you have to think about every make move you make and everything you do to make sure that you do not leave a negative effect on them because that can affect them and yourself no i agree and in terms of being a you know agency founder and a business owner what are some of the uh, hardest kind of things you've had to overcome to you know get your business off the ground and make it successful so obviously starting out um and getting getting your business out there but then i think the ever going battle is time management is especially working from home or even if you have an agency but you're the owner and you have a staff then a lot of times people think you have more time so finding that family and work-life balance and then trying to make sure you schedule things out so it all works it, it's the balance of time and life that's really hard because you don't have a manager telling you you have to get this done by this time it's you setting all those for yourself and for your team so it's very important to make sure you keep track of your time management and have very good time management skills no, i agree i think it's like a transition when you go from high school to college and your teachers are telling you what to do and you get to first semester of uh, freshman year in college and it's like a wild west so nobody's watching you you're guiding your own kind of success in that sense yes exactly that's that's a big shift is um the biggest shift is the time management because you don't have someone setting your schedule for you you have to learn to do that for yourself and as i said as you grow and have a team you've got to do that for your team because that's what you used to have when you were a student or when you were working under a manager. Now you have to do that yourself. So make sure you do it and have it efficient so that it works for everybody and you can get the most work done. So I'm sure over time you've had obviously different team members and people you've employed or worked with. What kind of has, you know, developed that relationship or how have you found kind of the right people? Because I'm sure it was trial and error over time. What are some of the qualities that you look for in a uh, good employee or a good partner? 
So when I'm looking for an employee or a partner or a part of my tribe, as I've said it, I look for someone who is honest and someone I look for certain, um, I guess certain parts of a person, not necessarily what they do because I can teach people how to do parts of the work for my business. But I want a person who's honest. I want a person who cares. I want a person that um, will make sure they represent that business as they said and not themselves. The ones that will be responsible, the ones that can manage their time well. I look for those skills because ad design and posting and all those skills are something that's teachable. I care more about the person and who they are when I when I choose to work with them or hire them. Yeah, I was going to say that if you didn't touch on it, I think anything is teachable. And if you're hiring somebody, it, they have to be a good fit. And like you said, in terms of the industry, everything is ever changing, especially curriculum, because it's hard to teach digital marketing in schools because every month, every other month, every even week or day, stuff is changing in certain aspects of digital marketing, search engine optimization, social media. So it's important to keep refining. And I think that's an important quality too. someone that's willing to keep learning and staying up to date because there's a lot of extra hours involved behind the scenes, testing, reading, going to events, networking, you know, shooting ideas off people that people don't really see in terms of clients or people that may want to do digital marketing. So it's really important that it's not like, you know, there's only one way to hammer a nail. You learn something once and it may be refined a hundred times over time. Yeah, that's one thing with uh, the networking I do because I do I do um, a lot of networking in the area to get to know other people and to grow my clientele. And one thing I found working with, because I have a lot of fellow digital marketers I work with because we help each other out, you know, and there's, there's so much to learn. We can sit in the room and discuss one thing. And we all can bring up different points about something because there's just so much to learn and it changes so often. So the learning part, you can learn. It's about who you are when you hire to me. No, I agree. And then you touched on, you know, networking with other digital marketers. There's some things in digital in terms of strategy or tactics. There's multiple ways of getting to a, uh, you know, successful point or having that campaign be successful. So refining your idea and bouncing it off other digital marketing uh, marketers, they can suggest things, things that they would do and you can incorporate it into your obviously campaign or give pointers, you know, back as well. So I think that's important. It's networking as a, a regular part of my week. I have, um, I, I've went through training for EOS at an entrepreneur level. And so I have uh, networking as part of my weekly um, skills that I want to get done. So I will go, go to networking events and make sure I meet with people and do the one-on-ones because it's important to get to know people and do grow that um, tribe, like I said, that's full of other marketers, full of digital marketers, because we do, we help each other. And that's the really cool thing is if you can find not only a good team, but people who are other business owners that back you up and give you strength and help you and give you advice, it's amazing. I think it, it, the, the tribe I talked about, it's important to have that tribe and that's how you get a lot of it is through networking groups. I mean, I'm a president of one organization and an ambassador of a local chamber because it's important to give back and, and to grow those relationships. No, I agree and I think uh, the more people you meet, the the more stories you have to hear. So like being a podcast host, I hear, hear a lot of stories and I can give people that platform to share their journey, what they're up to, and then down the line, I'm able to help in other ways and network and provide value. So I think it's adding value to each other and just, you know, just I think I'm interested in when I do go to a marketing event or a networking event, regardless of that, you know, community or audience, I like to hear people's stories and kind of genuinely consume that. 
Exactly. When I go, ever, I go into networking events, a lot of people go in to sell. I see that when they come to these meetings I go to, but I go in to learn about other people because that's why we're there is to back each other up. I love going in and hearing people's stories, hearing what you do on your podcast, how people got where they are. I mean, to me, that's amazing. That's what makes a person who they are and why they got there is, is, is that story. Yep. And you can take bits and pieces and apply it to some of the things, you know, you may be doing every person you meet are different parts of their life. So someone may be, you know, five years down the road, which is, you know, your personal or professional goal. And you can learn from some of their pitfalls and, you know, some of their wins and incorporate it within, you know, what you're doing. Yes, exactly. I've, I've, I've met some amazing people over the years I've been doing this and it's great because when times have been hard for me, they've been there for me. When times are hard for them, I'm there. And it's it's a great to have people who will pick you back up and remind you where you're going and what you're doing and why it's important and, and not lose track of that passion you have and, and keep you moving. No, I agree. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you or some of the things you may have going on? So my website is griffgamarketing.com and um, on there is links to all my social media and my main concentration is, like I said, social media um, management and training. And um, we are, I'm really excited that we have ClickFunnels and chatbots coming forward. So I will be having some um, future, watch the websites, I'll have some future giveaways with a free funnel. So I'm really excited about that. That should be coming out in the next couple of months. And then I have a newsletter. So go on my website, sign up for the newsletter, and you get free digital marketing tips every month. And then when I have some future events planned, they'll be in there and you can come and just I love to teach people so you can come to the events and learn from me. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on today. Thank you very much for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.